Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 145 for the week releasing Monday, January 31st, 2011. Welcome again. This is Adam. Doug is not with me here in the studio this week, but you will hear from him again later. Much like last week, this is a show that we're going to have a panel discussion with our friend Roy, who's now a member of These Amazing Places, uh, uh, the staff here. And uh, we are discussing this week, in general, uh, cruise tips. And this is covers kind of the gamut and an overall, it's kind of just broad strokes of what is out there as far as options for places to go in the United States to cruise and just some of the companies and we talk about a lot of generalities here. We also do a little recap on some suggestions that we suggested from last week uh, pertaining to what you need to do before a cruise, what you need to plan for and budgeting for a cruise and different things like that that are definitely helpful if you've never been on a cruise or they are helpful if you haven't been on a cruise in a while or maybe you just forgot about some of the things that you have to do before you get to the cruise or what you do on a cruise. Stay tuned with that and also just a reminder that you can always contact us if you go to our website theseamazingplaces.com click on the contact tab and there you can contact us through it actually emails us or you can email us directly podcast at theseamazingplaces.com also, keep in mind, if you want to look at any videos or pictures that we've released, you can do that by going to flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places, or go to our website and click on the photos tab. That'll take you to Flickr. Actually, Flickr handles videos now. We've uploaded many photos and videos recently, and a lot of it has to do with some stuff we're going to cover or we have yet to cover. Some of it's in private, but anyway, there's a lot of stuff out there if you're looking for visuals to go along with our shows. We don't have a lot to go off with for our cruise shows here, but uh, we will upload some of those things that we have from past cruises that we've been on. Also, don't forget, you can book vacations with us if you go to theseamazingplaces.com, click on the Book a tab, and there you can contact Roy or us, and we'll just help you out and get you set with a free vacation quote or whatever you want. Roy's specific site, if you want to look at prices and look at cruises and look at the things that he can book for you just through a web interface, go to the website letsgotodisney.info and that will send you right to some areas that you can have interaction and get some more details. Okay, we're going to go to a short segment first and then after that you'll hear from the panel discussion. So enjoy the show. You too can be a member of theseamazingplaces.com staff. No, seriously, you too can help out. Um, I just want to say real quickly, we did a show last week. One of our listeners who's actually, we've been talking because he lives close to us and we've gone on trips with him, Bob. He's a listener. We've talked about him before. He's been on our show with the voicemails and he's helped us out with emails. I have to say that Bob did a great job. He listened to last week's show and he's caught some things that I need to announce here to give some, they're kind of corrections but at the same time uh, as we release a show pretty much in that week release a show sometimes things change and so in this case I wanted to make a couple clarifications from last week's show for those of you that listened. If you haven't you should check out last week's show or you can fast forward the next couple minutes here because this all pertains to last week's show. Alright, when you're booking a Disney cruise, you have to realize they used to do this thing called a land and sea package. They still do it, but it's not necessarily this one big thing that they give you a package for. Well, in that case, when you're uh, doing a land and sea package, 
you would take transportation to the cruise line and get to the parks back and forth like that. Well, now when you're doing that, it actually does cost money to do that. Um, we weren't sure. We didn't get prices exactly. Contact Roy. He can hook you up and get you some details on that. But typically, if you book with Disney and you book your flights with Disney and you go to the cruise line, what they do is they just up the price of the cruise, uh, not the cruise, but the airline. That price and then in turn pays for your transportation to the cruise line. So something you should be aware of. Also, one other thing that it was not at all public, at least not that I could find, even I did some Google searches and still didn't get some clarifications, but it's still, there's good chance that if you go to Castaway Key and you're looking for the pirate ship, the, which was called the Flying Dutchman from the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, well, uh, word is that it is no longer there because, well, it was wood and uh, wood gets old when it's in the Caribbean and sitting out for a while. So it has been removed, uh, supposedly, and uh, so I wanted to say that and not, I hope that you weren't expecting to go on a cruise, go to Castaway Key and see the see the boat there, and uh, if you're a Pirates of the Caribbean fan, I'm sorry, but uh, you can still book your cruise there. Castaway Key is still a great place. So that's uh, a basics of those corrections. Thanks a lot, Bob. He did so much research doing this. He sent me like five emails with all this information, and it was very helpful. So thanks, Bob. Uh, maybe in the future we'll get you these amazing places email if you want and uh, then everybody else can contact you as well uh, it definitely helps to have some research when it go into these shows and so we thank Bob for listening to details and covering that stuff so that we can also send to you alright so without further ado here's our discussion of general cruises uh, and everything involved there have fun enjoy alright here we are again Welcome, Roy. It's well, been, it's been a long week, hasn't it's, it? <laughs> it's good to be back with you guys. No, it's it's great. We're gonna try to do this more. Why often. isn't I'm wearing the same thing as the last show? <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. Uh, we're gonna have Roy on more often, obviously, because not only does he provide good input to some opinions about all the places that we cover, but uh, on top of that, obviously, he can book stuff for you, and he's our friend as well. So, uh, yeah, it's great great having him here so we are here again and this show is uh more or so a more general cruise show basically and just discussion we're gonna because, hit the, all the other cruise lines other than disney yeah i mean and, not all but you know the so yeah definitely all recommend 50 of them yeah <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> definitely recommend listening to the disney one if you haven't listened to that yet because we were going to cover some things in this one and review um, that we touched on the last one that has to do with just cruising in general that you should know. Okay, so let's start off just doing a review here of the first, just some of the basic things. First of all, before you plan your trip, obviously passport, just a review. Uh, Roy mentioned last show that yes, it it's not actually needed, absolutely, but it's highly suggested because the, in the case that you're on an excursion or you're off the ship, you need to get injured, you have to go to the hospital, and you the ship has to leave. Obviously, they're not going to wait for you. And when you get back into the United States, uh, it's going to be quite a bit of a journey to try to do that um, without a passport. So, definitely recommend getting a passport before you go on a cruise for that reason. Um, also, some other things that we want to include. Let me interrupt you for a second. Go ahead. For those who might be thinking, I don't want to deal with a passport. It takes so long to get it since 9-11. <laughs> I got mine renewed uh, just a few months ago, and I had it in my hands about two weeks after I mailed off the application. So it doesn't take very long at all. That's for renewal. Now, if it's a new one, 
I think even a new one because uh, essentially I, get, I had to send in a new picture. I got a new book. Everything was done. Do you do all this stuff online now? Or yeah, I, did, I filled in all the, all, all the documentation online, printed off the forms, got my pictures taken, sent it off. Okay. Very, very simple to do. And, and I did mine but, when I went on. We went, where'd we go? I had to go to Europe or something in college. It took like six months to get mine, and that was in yeah. 2000. This was before September 11th. This was in May of or April of 2001. So uh, there you go. It took that long back then, even before all this crazy stuff. So there you go. It, 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 there be they've become more efficient with their uh, the use that's, of technology. That's almost so. hard to believe that the government has become more efficient <laughs> in in some area. Yeah, they'll pick up on one and fall back somewhere yeah. else. So don't worry about it. Somebody's, <laughs> they're, somebody's they're, paying They're going to go long on health care. Yeah, that's there you go. Yeah. Passport's yeah. two weeks. <laughs> two weeks Heart surgery, yeah. six months. Yeah, we'll talk to you in a couple of years. <laughs> Broken leg, yeah. hang in there. Here, but send you some aspirin through the mail. So while you can do that, get a passport now because mm. in a year from it never now. Never hurts. Yeah. Just have it. Never hurts, really. Yeah, yeah. If you want to travel? I mean, good for 10 years. This, you are in the continental United States. You do not have to have a passport now just to travel. Niagara Falls, Canada, Canada. Mm-hmm. Right. right, to get there. So, so just yeah, get one. It doesn't hurt to have it. Okay, some other things to refresh. Uh, cost of your cruise, obviously that includes your cruise and your meals and the dinners and stuff like that. It does not include extra things like excursions. Um, we might get into that a little later on excursions for these other ships, but uh, keep in mind that it costs extra in there. They can go skyrocket up to, I don't know, $300 a person sometimes, depending on what you want to do. Uh, and then the other cost is the fact that you should, that you, well, they require, they don't, I guess they don't require you to tip, but they suggest that you tip, and that includes um, anything from your, the people who serve you at dinner uh, to the people who uh, clean, your clean your cabin and stuff during the, during the week. And they will definitely make themselves known to you. I didn't say this on the last cruise, because, uh, uh, last show, because it was Disney, but... Um, they will make themselves known to you to know who they are so that you can say, you know, be personable, then you know who you're tipping. And it, it also helps when you're tipping to say, hey, you know, they actually did a good job. I want to tip them a little more or stuff like that. And so, that really is a big part of their salary, their yeah. earnings are the, are the tips. So if you, if you got a heart and, and it's it's you're happy with your service, then go ahead and give, give, give a tip. And they always give you suggestions on how much to tip. Mm-hmm. So, um, Other okay. than that... Yeah, I think no, I think that, that covers the generalities. Uh, I guess you always have parking. Yeah. And where you're going to park and what that's going to cost, that's going to change. With of course, with this, it's not just one cruise line that we're talking about. We're talking about many cruise lines that go to many different places that depart from many different places. So all that is going to depend on kind of where you want to go and what you want to do. Yeah. Now might be a good time to kind of break down into the different parts of the cruises because I want to talk about my experience because that's what we do on the show we always talk about our experiences doug has not been on a cruise so he's just here to give so doug's just gonna sit here and yawn <laughs> see how long it takes for somebody else in the room to yawn no <laughs> he can represent those of you who've never been on one he can ask the questions we're not answering at the same time i've only been on one and that was carnival and roy's been on several <clears throat> disney uh, at least two disney ones i think four disney four disney ones and one other one that is not in business anymore. Well, it was or, it was in Greece and uh, that, that, that that was our rust bucket cruise. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's one we really had to do yeah, a show yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wide, that was an old ship. Yeah. Wide spectrum here. Hopefully, it represents a lot of you out there listening. Um, so pertaining to Doug's question about transportation, we covered that on the Disney Disney uh, cruise show. 
But I took Carnival and we booked it with a travel agent. We flew and Carnival picked us up and took us to port. So we didn't have to worry about that. It was not extra cost and it was great. Easy. Just added into get whatever off. your cost was. Yeah. For the trip. It was yeah. not something stressful. They had a big sign. There was a bunch of people with us even on the plane because it's obviously a cruise. So there's a lot of people. Easy to do. Easy to do and uh, I'm sure, more than sure, that other cruise lines like Royal Caribbean and some others have those. Uh, out there but yeah but i'm you know if you think about carnival i mean carnival cruises out of miami and fort lauderdale port canaveral tampa jacksonville mobile new orleans galveston got a lot of ports they they go out of and and so every situation is going to be a little different as far as parking and how you're going to get to the port a lot of these places you might be driving you know to it um or if you're flying into a local airport i would imagine most of them will, will provide a shuttle service Okay, they also have, we'll just jump into Carnival. You want to go in that direction now and speak some about them? Or do you have some more generalities that you want to cover? I mean, I can always speak to whatever topic we're talking. I'll just talk, bring up my I'll Carnival stuff. I'll just say stuff. off the top, Carnival does have new, two new ships that are launching, basically. Uh, the Magic in 2011, which is this year, and the Breeze in 2012. So if you're interested in trying to get onto a new ship, there you go. Carnival's, I was on a ship that was older, and uh, it was fine. They constantly, Doug and I were actually talking about this on the way to work yesterday, the fact that these ships are on a constant man maintenance schedule, and even if you're at port or doing things, when I was on our cruise, they were painting the ship on the outside when we were at port because the ship's not moving, people can actually work on it. It's just, just, it's just the nature of the beast. It's what happens when cruises are out there. But my ship was older. It's uh, it was the Conquest, the Carnival Conquest, the seven day one, and it's still. I'm sure it's still fine. They usually keep it up to par. Newer ones tend to be less. I mean, there's usually more technology involved. Of course, like the Disney Dream that we talked about last week. And they actually week, have and... refurbed. I mean, for instance, the Carnival Destiny was refurbed in 2005. Uh, let's see here, and the Carnival uh, Triumph. Actually, let's see here. Well, That's September of '08. They re yeah. Uh, you know they, they've got over 20 ships right carnival and that's that's a boatload edit <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. oh. oh, I'm just messing I think I think we've gone off the deep end okay. oh. <laughs> wow we can just keep going anyway um, so carnival's got a lot of cruise ships of course it's great news when they hit the uh, negative news press when a ship is uh, loses power and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, loses power but, at sea. That's awesome. Um, there's, there, there's something else I want to say. <laughs> Flu ravages the ship. Yeah, uh, it's always good stuff. I don't, I don't think Doug's wife listens to this very often, but Doug and I were talking and we were thinking, you know, cruising is probably one of the safest kind of transportation vacations that you can actually go on. Yeah. Because they can dodge hurricanes, you're not flying in the air. and you can't I mean, dodge those rogue waves, though. Yeah, but... Yeah, but how many times, How many, you know, in the past 10 years has one been hit by a rogue wave? I don't think any in in the Caribbean or off the West Coast. Usually it's like it's way one off wave. some other it's one wave, get part over. of the world. But also, yeah. how, do, how many capsize? They don't, I mean, they're made to not capsize, right? right? So, I mean, yeah, rogue waves, but... Anyway, the safety factor... <laughs> Roy has a very unsure look on his face right now. I don't know why. But... He doesn't want you to go cruising anymore. <laughs> Even though he represents... Now, on Disney, they avoid all those roadways. <laughs> yeah. They know where they are. Because they cause them. Now. Disney controls the seas. <laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs> anyway, 
Um, so, Carnival, lots of ships. Uh, Royal Caribbean's another one, and I think this might be a good opportunity to bring up the fact that while Royal Caribbean is... I don't... My opinion of them usually tends to be that they are for the older folk. They're the, you know... They're the Buick of... The Buick, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oldsmobile. Yeah, the Buick of the Oldsmobile of the... Of the seas. Of, of the seas, yeah. Um, uh, I had... My sister-in-law went on Royal Caribbean. She had a good time. They've got different things that Carnival doesn't have, like a bowling alley and stuff like that for entertainment that Carnival didn't have. Uh, we should go. Problem to... is every time you bowl the ball, it's a gutter ball. Yeah. The ship keeps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you usually don't get a strike on a cruise ship. Right. Uh, we should kind of talk about entertainment at the end of. The, okay. You know, bring that up. If... Well, uh, well, we could talk about it. You want to talk about generality? Yeah, yeah I want to hit. Otherwise, some... you're going to be drowning and oh, drowning and <laughs> oh, you know, man. In, uh... there's another one. <laughs> All right. In, in, yeah, and in information. Royal Royal Caribbean. Um, what they, is, what's the big deal with Royal Caribbean right now? Well, they've got their new ship that had was it last Ships. year? Oasis of the Sea and Allure. And Allure of the Seas. Well, it's out now, but the last year was was the new one was last yeah, year, right? Yeah, Oasis. And uh, these are monsters. Yeah. They're just bigger ships. They've got like uh, more opportunities for things. Like uh, it's called it's called Central Park in the middle of the ship. That's supposed to be kind of like Central Park in New York City, where you've got trees and. And they, it's funny because they have a well. I saw a Johnny Rockets. On there, which is a chain restaurant, yeah, a chain fast food restaurant, mm -hmm. and they actually have that within the park atmosphere there. Yeah, well, what, the ships are huge though. I mean, we're talking six thousand passengers. Yeah, 8, and, it's, and it's all open in the middle. Right. You know, they got this big atrium, you know, courtyard area with Central Park and entertainment at the end of it. Uh, at the after the ship, this big zip like, water park, yeah, yeah. zip line. You got the surfing pool thing, and uh, but what's nice about uh, Royal Caribbean is that they've got an arrangement with, with Universal that you can do packages with Universal and get a three or four night stay and admission to the park and then and then take a you know three, four or five day cruise, uh, three, four, seven day cruise with Royal Caribbean. So that's kind of a nice alternative. Uh, For those that don't want to go to Disney. Or yeah. Or, or you know, do want to do like a land and yeah, sea thing kind of. Exactly. Exactly. And like we've mentioned in the past with Universal, if uh, while well, you you want to look up the ports that the uh, Royal Caribbean goes to, if you have a list of that, while I talk about this, um, don't forget we recommend that uh, Universal, from our experience, is not really much more than a four-day park. So if you're gonna go hang out there and you are only doing the Universal parks, I mean I know they have their other things where you can go to Sea World <laughs> and you can go to um, Wet and Wild. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens and stuff like that. But if you're just sticking with Universal. Um, you have to book to get this package with Royal Caribbean. You have to book with only the Universal um, resorts. So you're staying at the Hard Rock, you're staying at the um, Portofino. Portofino, and the Royal Pacific. Royal Pacific. So keep that in mind. Uh, it, but it is a nice alternative. If and with those, you get you get early admittal into yeah, the park. admission. Yeah, you, mm -hmm. yeah you, you get the free Universal Express ride access. So you, so you get you get some really nice perks. Uh, but but ideal for those who want to have, well, have a little land I mean, vacation as well. What is it they said? Eight out of ten people that were even coming into Disney resorts yeah. right now were asking about Universal. So yeah, there's always well that. they were asking how they were asking directions to Universal for people who were right. booking Disney trips. Right. So so obviously um, this kind of can go both ways. Yeah yeah. So anyway, in Royal Caribbean is they've got their stuff too. Carnival's got a ton. Royal Caribbean has a ton. There are other places, uh, other cruise lines out there too. Did you find some uh, 
locations. Well, for... they you know they they have multiple ports. They sail out of Miami and and uh, and Galveston as well. And of course, Honolulu. You got Hawaii cruises, which which really haven't talked about, but certainly uh, mm. something that I'd like to do one of these days. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Carnival has a twelve-day Hawaiian cruises too, from Vancouver and uh, Honolulu. And yeah, it's pretty much and, it, and not to mention there's a ton of stuff over. You you can go to the internationally too. You yeah, don't have you to can go sail out of international ports. Yeah, not just the with, United States. With most of these, so. uh, a lot of the major cruise lines have international ports. You could fly into there and vacation there and then sail out. And you know, we talked about Disney and, and and why we all love Disney. They only got three ships, so they've got limited itineraries. Whereas these other cruise lines have a lot of ships. They've got a lot of different uh, trips to choose from, you know, from, you know, 10, 11 nights, 7 night, uh, you know, short nights, or short trips, rather, and a lot of different itineraries that, that Disney just can't provide at this point in time because they don't have and enough ships. And, of course, gambling if you want to gamble. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking at a five-night Bermuda trip. I mean, you know, basically you're at sea, but you're heading out to Bermuda for a few days, and you're on the ship having a good time. Um, you know, there's no way to get that from Disney. So, if you really want a lot of itinerary choices, you're going to need to look look uh, at some of these cruise lines like Carnival and Royal Caribbean. Okay. Now there are cruises that you can go on. Uh, uh, whether I, I guess maybe Royal Caribbean and the rest of them could do them, to where there could be celebrity cruises and things like that. Uh, to where I don't know, you go and I pick a celebrity rock and roll bands or whatever mm -hmm. happened to be on there it's funny because i get these are like specialty cruises kind of right yeah. and they're, they're they're groups that somebody's put together arranged for and there's been like family life has, has had conferences on ships before and right. maybe had you know uh some contemporary christian artists on board with with mm -hmm. the cruise and uh, and that sounds like fun you know so they're they're groups that are put together on on these cruise lines the whole ship typically isn't going to be everybody in that group. Right. Um, it's funny because I just saw an advertisement for one. Uh, for those of you who are anywhere into Macs or have iPods, which I'm sure a lot of you are listening to us on an iPod or something, um, but Macworld is a magazine that's published by people who work with Macs and Apples. They're not associated with Apple, the company. But anyway, they have their annual Macworld cruise every year that features guest speakers and stuff like that and uh it's not i forget the the cruise line um eventually if it maybe if we talk about it i'll remember but it's not royal caribbean or carnival and it's not norwegian i just i just forget it's it. holland there's several here yeah man. there's several um anyway that's available too you know stuff like that where people are i'm sure if there was a there might have been might even be like a microsoft one or something too well and it seems like at, at some point now, it seems to be a very popular thing that if you have a large group, at some point they're all meeting on a cruise, on a cruise ship. They've set up and everybody gets together. And, and of course, large sometimes can be 30 or 40 people. Mm -hmm. And if there are and you're all 40 on that ship, well, then you're kind of, you're in your own bubble. Mm -hmm. Even though there are thousands of people maybe around you, you're still within your own kind of bubble. It's on Holland America. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, something else I just thought of, just to reiterate what we talked about last show, don't forget the time of year um, is dependent. Um, when, when I went on my carnival cruise, it was in August, and it was really busy, and there were a lot of people on it. It was right in, smack dab in the middle of summer vacation for kids, so 
there were kids on our ship. It wasn't a Disney cruise, but there were kids. There were a lot of teenagers. There were a lot of adults, uh, you know. Um, so keep that in mind uh, when, you're, when you're planning your cruises. Of course, if things go wrong like a hurricane force goes through, the cruise lines will navigate and uh, figure something out in order to get you back around. And in some cases, they'll pay extra, uh, either pay extra in gift cards or they'll uh, let you stay an extra day for free and stuff like that obviously because you've only paid for the certain amount of time. So um, keep that in mind when you're planning along. I should have said that at the beginning of the show, but anyway, I just thought about okay, that. Okay, so, mm -hmm. so what's dining like on these okay. ships? Uh, you've been on Carnival, you've been on, I don't know, whatever you've been on. Disney. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, dining. Okay. There's a lot of it. You know, there, there's... It's a, basically it's, the same thing. It's kind of like Disney in some ways, but uh, like you mentioned, Johnny Rockets it is, is a more casual... It's not, it's not really a sit-down restaurant, but it is in a way. You know, you yeah, get, it's kind of like they stuck it in the park there yeah. for people to kind of mingle in the park, and then they put outdoor tables. Yeah, kinda like you were sitting out. I don't know. So that that you know side. that would be probably a, you know mid-afternoon. Let's go get a burger kind of thing, as opposed to one of your dinners mm -hmm. in one of the nicer restaurants that you might go to. And yeah, and and a lot of these you know cruises are going to just like you know, free roaming dining I think what they call it but uh, you know you just go eat whenever you want just wander in and out yeah. all you can yeah. whereas, whereas Disney has, has done the rotation dining and kind of assigned you for dinner at least a certain time to go eat mm -hmm. speaking to Carnival now this my cruise was in 2005 so I'm not sure they still do this but our our dining was the same same dining room same place same table same server every night we didn't rotate. It wasn't. It was different cuisine. They served different things, um, but and we did so have the servers kind of assigned to you and mm -hmm. other people. It was. They were actually. It was the same people in the same around the same area. So our server just served the same people every night, and it was. It was the same dining. You know, they only had like two dining rooms or something, but but we were like the second group. I think dinner was eight eight o'clock every night or something. Um, but we did have, there was, the difference between the nights was uh, one night was formal night where you had to, well, you didn't have to, but they suggested that you show up in a suit and stuff. And so you, you generally had a nicer meal, but although every night was a really good meal um, and then other nights were just like casual or whatever kind of things. I highly, highly suggest going to dinner. Um, our first night, we actually, we weren't really know what we were doing because we were first time cruisers and we didn't go to dinner. And we just ate at the cafeteria thing there, and all-you-can-eat pizza. They have an all-you-can-eat pizza. They have all-you-can-eat ice cream 24 hours a day. So, obviously, you're going to gain a lot of weight. That's rough. <laughs> that's yeah. rough. Yeah. Um, but definitely go to dinner. You're paying for it. You don't have to pay anything extra for these. And, uh, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, the cuisine was amazing. I'm going to say 9. Um, and this was stuff that I did not expect carnival to provide i was thinking uh it's a cruise ship we're gonna get this steak that's been microwaved and it tastes like you know <clears throat> applebee's or something but this stuff was good i mean it was prime i compare it to what i get like when i go to a high-end restaurant in walt disney world mm -hmm. like the steak was cooked well we had filet mignon we had you know sea scallops and anything you can imagine mm -hmm. and, and then they do just like they give you the options. The menu here's the menu for tonight, and you'd have like three or four options for an entree. And yeah. You, you know the bread was always there, and uh, so anyway, I it was a good it was a good experience. Now lunch is a little different story. It was fine. 
But it was cafeteria. Right. It was very basic Buffet. cafeteria. Okay. What, well, something I, I point out is is to think about when you're planning a cruise is is when you're going to eat. Are you going to eat early? Are you going to eat late? And you know, some people will say that if if you're on like an Eastern Caribbean cruise where you have maybe more time at sea, maybe you want to eat early. Um, and then some people will say that if you're on a Western Caribbean cruise where maybe you have nicer ports, you want to eat later uh, because you might be on at the port and getting on the ship a little later. Um, so you want to think about where, where's your cruise going, you know, what are your port days going to be like, what time do you have to be back on the ship, is it going to put a crimp in your shore excursions? Yeah. So that's something to think about, too. Okay, I've got one for you. Let's say you're somebody who likes to sleep in. Later into the day, but be awake late at night. But you're not really in the nightclubs. What kind of stuff can you do on one of these ships? Well, I mean, the, can you eat 24 hours a day? Yes, sure. Yes, All right. the, room service, too. Room service. We and did is, not. Is that extra? No, nope, it's included. Then that's something. Yeah, I'm hungry. You speak to that. I want to okay, mention. What about shows? And okay, stuff? shows. Yeah, let's those see. are all most of the time on Carnival, and those are, these are good shows. In fact, I remember there was a magician from Las, Las Vegas, and she was on the. It was great. Like it was a really good show. Like uh, in the evening, uh, one other night it was like a some other band was performing, and then another night was a musical, and and these are all evening things like around nine o'clock, ten o'clock ish. So let's say so, though, let's say though, I mean, you're up at two o'clock in the morning. And you want to look for stuff to do? Yeah, is there like a movie theater? Well, movies, is there not, not in the boat I was on. Probably but, not going to be 24-hour entertainment. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because you have to remember, uh, most of these cruises, they're going to show up pretty much, the port they're going to go to shows up right away in the morning, and that's when they let you off. And usually, on our cruise, we had to be back on the ship by like 5 or 6 o'clock. Okay. And so your stuff was the majority of your stuff was going on during the day when maybe you'd have your lunch cafeteria style. It wouldn't be on the ship. You'd be on your port having lunch. But dinner with that immaculate dinner and all the good stuff was always back on the ship. And then you and then you they usually took off because they needed to leave to go to the next location and you needed to be back on the ship, which made sense. Have dinner on the ship as you leave or whatever. And so the timing worked well with all that kind of stuff with the plan. So now, now Carnival does have twenty-four hour pizzerias, yeah, twenty-four hour room service. So if you get up at two o'clock in the morning, want something to do, just order some food, something eat, to do, eat something, chew, chew on something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like something good to me. You yeah. got to be awake. You might as well be chewing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they got internet and they got TV. They're, believe it or not, we had some TV, and now some of it was. Uh, just like international things. I think that's something so. we didn't really discuss. They have DVD players. They have um, gaming systems. What do they have in the room? I didn't remember seeing any of that. They just I had don't a think TV. They have with... gaming systems, and I don't believe they do. Yeah. But DVD players, stuff like that. Now you have to remember. I did read on the Disney one for the kids area. They had gaming systems in the kids area right. for the teens, but that was in the in the kids well, let's area. Let's say though, I mean, so. you're in your room and you're not feeling mm -hmm. well. What is there to do? There's, there's TV. I mean, there's lots of TV channels. Mm -hmm. You've got satellite TV, so... So that's pretty much all you got, though. And every room basically is air-conditioned and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very comfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, tight, tight spaces, often. Do they have... Well, I'm sure they do, but I'm going to ask it. Clinic and stuff on the ship? Like a health clinic and yeah. stuff? If oh, you're yeah. Not oh, yeah. Good, do they have but, but you want to be careful going to the clinic. 
I've never gone to the clinic, but I mean, if you if you go to the clinic and you're really not feeling well, uh, I mean, it could present an issue for the rest of your trip. I mean, they may they could quarantine you. They might say you need to be evacuated, or and and that's a good reason to have trip insurance. Mm -hmm. Because even though we all hate to pay for insurance, because we never see any of those premiums typically, it's nice when you when you need it. So if if God forbid, you know you're with certainly older folks. Uh, if you have a health situation, you need to get off that ship back to the mainland or somewhere. If you've got trip insurance, it'll typically cover that evacuation. Which if you don't have it, is going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's a good tip. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember we purchased it for ours because I, it was my first time and I, and ours was included because we did it with a travel agent that included the flight there. So if the flight was canceled and we had to change flights and all that. Um, so that might be something also to think about if you do it, obviously with an agent. We, yeah. And, you know, and it's so. not that much. I, I quoted a, yeah. a, a seven day on, on the fantasy for next summer on it's, it's, uh, voyages and, it was a veranda room, nice cruise, and it was going to be about $150 uh, per cabin for, for the couple. And this is not a profit maker for you, just in case somebody thinks... Well, there, there's a commission paid way. on it, okay. just, just like anything else. Okay. Um, but it truly is, I mean, to but walk point, out... To pay 150 bucks or $200, whatever it is, it's going to be a couple hundred bucks to have that peace of mind that if something happens, you know, you miss the ship, you know, a flight's delayed or something, you know... Of course, you got to read the policy, and make sure you, it's covered. But right. mm -hmm. or if you get sick and have to cancel, you know you got the coverage. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, but 150 bucks in my mind compared to the how much ever you're spending. Yeah, well, if you're talking about a several thousand dollar trip. Mm -hmm. Again, it's yeah. just like any our and we insure our home. I I've paid hundreds of do thousands of dollars in home insurance. I've never had to use it. Right. Mm -hmm. But if it burns down, you know. It's awful nice to have. <laughs> be yeah. nice to have. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, you just that's came up with that on the fly, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Um, there's not really, I don't know, of anything more to cover. You guys think of anything else that? Uh, do they have formal? Did, did I already get this? Can't remember which show anymore. Uh, formal <laughs> dining, basically. On the show. I you can wear a suit and all that kind of stuff. You, are, oh, he, you must uh, not have listened to my. Um, well, I'm just I already kidding, spoke about, about that. Like, what about paid? Yeah, I guess paid dining. Um. I mean, are there, are there you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay. A you're gonna have price. to look at the you're gonna have to look at the cruise line. It's by cruise line. Some, some yes, some no. But I yeah. I would imagine most cruise lines are going to have an upscale restaurant that you can eat at for an additional fee. Okay. Okay. So there. Well, yeah. Is there anything? Sorry, else? sorry, it's generic, but <laughs> it's kind of the way it is. Well, and, there's just too many. I mean, yeah. this would be a well. As Roy said, a five-hour show. Mm -hmm. So you know you got to determine what what kind of trip do you want? Do you want to stay on the ship mostly? If you do, you want to make sure you're on a nice ship, or you're more into the shore excursions, or the ports. You know, you really got to evaluate what you and want. It might out be of the trip. yeah. This trip I'm into this, and this trip I'm into this. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you take which ship or decide which way you want to go by what you want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I was just thinking of a couple things that related to my last cruise. Um, when we did our excursions, I, I think I mentioned this on the last show, we went to, when we landed in Jamaica, it was Montego Bay, Jamaica, and it was like a hundred bucks to do the excursion just to go to the beach. And that just, that was basically us going to the beach and that was transportation provided, but that's it. And so 
excursions can cost a lot of money. We also, when we got to Cozumel, you may have had this in Cozumel, the beach in Cozumel was not close to the port and they did not provide transportation. So we had to pay for a cab. So there's a Mexican there in Cozumel. He picks us up. We, we give him a ticket to show that we can get on the beach and he takes us to the beach. And of course we got to pay a tip because it's and pay for the taxi. So, I mean, that's, that's something so that that's kind of something was, you want to know ahead of time. Yeah, right? yeah, that was not something I expected. And then I'm like, well, I guess we have to take a taxi. And, and you know, they don't tell you that on the mm-hmm. cruise ship. So, yeah. um, so it's things to keep in mind um, when you're doing these things. Cause, uh, and, and, and that's something else is, you know, do you book your shore excursions through the cruise line or do you book them on your own? And there's, there's different ways you can do it. I mean, we've always booked through Disney. But, you know, there are other outfits out there that can provide pretty nice short excursions for maybe less that are reputable. Um, but with the other outside companies, if you book through the cruise line, typically they're going to, if something gets hung up and you get delayed, they, they won't leave you. But if you've booked it with a third party and you get hung up and it's time for the ship to leave, well, you missed the boat. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so... So that's something to think about. If you're worried at all about something like that happening, then then book through the cruise line. You might pay a little more, but again, you've got the peace of mind knowing that if something goes wrong, you've got, you know, the ship's not going to leave you. They're going to know about it. And when we did ours and wanted to book ours, it was on our TV. It was an interactive click, 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 and they knew it was in our room, and they said, okay, two adults to go to the beach in Jamaica. And this, we could book it any time throughout our stay. So it wasn't like we had to stand in line and wait for when you get there. You got to use, you know, tell them and whatever. And it was it was easy to do, and we already knew. And I think they were limited depending on what you wanted to do. In fact, I'm almost certain like snorkeling and stuff like that sold out because mm-hmm. they couldn't take right everybody. Obviously. Right. So. so so again, think about what you want to do, and you get might you might book that before you even get on the ship okay. if they permit. And most of them will permit that these days. Is Go ahead and pick those out and get them booked and reserved because some do sell out. Yeah. Um, one other thing I was just thinking of, and it has it's pertaining to our recommendation last time if you're a first-time cruiser to take a short cruise. We took a seven-day cruise on my first one, and I remember distinctively that two of the days was out to sea because it took us that long to get to our first port. Well, um, I don't know. You're on a cruise for the first time. You explore the ship and all that stuff, but... There's a certain amount of time where you are on the ship long enough that you're like, all right, I'm ready to get off this thing because it's kind of like, it's not, I don't want to say a claustrophobic, but it sort of is because there's, you're, you're just seeing people everywhere you go usually and you're, you're going, you know, like waiting in line. On Main Street. Yeah. Disney <laughs> yeah. There's no yeah. shops to shortcut yeah. through Main Street on Disney World. <laughs> so you're going to uh, keep that in mind with your, um, just in thinking of your excursions and thinking of what cruise you want to pick and thinking of how many days and what how many ports and all that stuff because um depending on where the port is going from and all that stuff you know when you launch and stuff it you might have two days at sea right away which i don't know which you might love but but you may not yeah so so keep that in mind um my wife did not love it in fact (laughs) she still remembers today how yeah those two days were kind of uh, (laughs) but so anyway, <laughs> wow. she she enjoyed cruising. Was it she the did. company? No. 
She had the whole ship to herself. I mean, she could go off on her own. I didn't care. But <laughs> no. So all right. I think unless uh, Roy has something more to add here. I, I think we've said enough. I think we've said enough. There's always more to tell. If if we get some contact from any of you out there and you are more interested in some more details, we can definitely do another show on some more details. And for um, our website and all that stuff again, theseamazingplaces.com, uh, the mouse moment. And Roy, what is your site if they want to contact you directly? Let's go to Disney.info. There we and go. And if you go there, it's going to be mainly cruises. Um, but my number's on the website on, now, Roy on these amazing places. Things, I can book other things. I can book most anything you want. But my passion is Disney. Hence the website. Yes. <laughs> yep. Figure so. that out. Okay. That's Thank, it. Thanks again. Bluster evening. We say good night. Good night. All right. That wraps up another show here on These Amazing Places podcast. Hey, uh, thanks so much for listening this far. Again, the best thing that we would love for you to do is to pass along our show to others, your friends who may listen to podcasts or those that are interested in traveling or those that are even interested in going to Disney. We have a couple shows out there that are specifically meant for those type of families or those type of people that are getting ready to go on trips. So check out our show. If you have any questions about anything, definitely give us a call or contact us. Of course, we have voicemail as well on our website. Didn't announce that at the beginning of the show, but you can call in and uh, you have to leave contact information so we can get back to you and uh, go from there. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys are doing well. It's the end of January, beginning of February. Excited to see what Groundhog Day is going to bring us, but uh, hopefully you're staying warm wherever you're at. Thanks so much for bringing us along with your day and with your week. And I hope you have a good one. Hope to see you next week. Thanks a lot. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. Should know. What was that show so, number? I don't Disney? know. I'll announce 144. it. 144. I announced it at the beginning. I think it's 144. Sure there we go again. <laughs> See, now I've messed Adam all up. So. Edit. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs>